This week's episode is brought to you in part by FNX Fit, a fitness supplements brand that can get you hooked up with all of your pre, post, during workout needs as well as other nutritional supplements. Use checkout code CARLPOOLING at fnxfit.com to get 15% off your order. What a time to be alive. What a time to be in the union. Hunter, historic days, unprecedented days, just yeah. around the bend. How have you been this week, Hunter? Oh, man, I have been buying guns, um, and that's it. Any good Which ones? A pretty, well, no, but I've realized a problem I've had. All right. I have only bought guns. Oh, no. Yes. You're going to have now, to melt down some of the guns to make bullets for the other guns. Yes. What I have realized is inflation is really bad. <laughs> the guns cost more than I expected. And so. you don't you don't have enough money for ammunition. No. No. Now, I also converted all my dollars to yen, which was a mistake. <laughs> are you sure? <laughs> yes. I don't know what the markets way. are like right now. Uh, uh definitely don't rough, dude. don't convert them to British pound sterling. Those have been <laughs> having a hard time at the moment. But I understand what you mean, Hunter, by purchasing firearms. Not only are they fun and instructive, but they're your right as an American and also they are a, a tool without equivalent in the realm of self defense and personal protection. Uh and these are fraught Fair. times. If you look out at about the the American landscape. People are angry with each other, and crime is on the rise, and it's it's a good time to defend oneself. So, well, I think you've gone about it a very bad way. Don't get me wrong, <laughs> but I understand. I understand the preoccupation. Well, Christopher, I, I'm a little, you know, I just want to make sure that you understand that it's the election of our lifetime coming up here, and. I just don't think you're not taking it seriously enough because, <laughs> I mean, if you don't have at least 55 guns, are you really ready to vote? For one, that- I'm very concerned with your <laughs> juxtaposition of those two activities and just the continuation of this podcast or my ability to not be in jail. But also, <laughs> I am super excited for there to be an election within within my lifetime where they're like, yeah, this one doesn't matter that much to be honest. Dude, it would be so nice. Every single election is the most important election of our lives. Mm. In a way, mm. we're marching for our lives. Was there ever wow. anything as cringy as that little estrogen pillow boneless freak kid in what what was his name? David Hogg. Yeah. March yeah. for our lives. It's just like, dude, choose, choose some different branding. I'm sad about what happened to people that weren't you. Jeez, the self-importance of we have to march for our lives. Some people everything, in Hanoi who would like to have a word with you, you dickhead. Everything you need to know about David Hogg is wrapped up in the fact that he wanted to make a, a democratic pillow company. Like that, that he actually tried to make that happen, right? 
So, like, that tells you exactly the... Because he was mad at the my pillow guy, I guess. Yes, yes, exactly that. He basically wanted to do his own thing. So, he's a charlatan. He can't even come up with an original idea. And a real anti-capitalist, that one. Yeah, it's uh, it's incredible. And besides, can you really sleep knowing that you're making a Republican rich? Hey, buy my cuddle puffs. These cuddle okay. puffs are 100% Democrat, okay? They're cruelty-free cuddle puffs. That that probably would not sell, but maybe it would. I bet it would to okay. them. <laughs> They're lined with 100% authentic estrogen taken directly out of my own pituitary system. So every time you lay on it, you become a little bit more soy and a little bit less cool. But that's okay because cool is now passé. We're doing the new thing that's cool, which is to be weird and unromanticized. I couldn't say the other word that I wanted to say, but you understand it. We're hoping that by laying on a cuddle puff for long enough, you can ensure that your body becomes so frail and so small that you have no choice but to vote Democrat. Also, we only make them big enough for one person. Because, let's be honest... No one else would take you in any <laughs> Congress. So, buy the Cuddle Puff, endorsed by David Hogg. You know what? Gamer Girl Bathwater has taken <laughs> a weird turn. <laughs> I, I love that he came out with a pillow. That's so nice yeah. for him. What is yeah. he going to do for Goya Beans? Yeah, that's a great point. Yeah. What's, what's yeah. the Democratic Bean Company? Yeah. Uh, is it Bush? Probably not. Buy our tiny abortions. Okay, probably not. Anyhow, Hunter is probably, probably not. The show. <laughs> oh, boy. It's about the right size. I'm just, I don't know. I don't know how to market to these people. They're crazy. Yeah. Yeah, fair. Fair. Hey, use this tin can to talk to God. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know what to do with them. Yeah. Well, guys, it's Carl Pooling. It's a, it's a bullet train. We're here to talk about... I guess political violence mostly, Hunter. I don't know why we started that way, but everything yeah. that's important to you, uh, religion, politics, society, art, culture, and the like of those such things. If it's important, we're going to talk about it. If we talk about it and you listen to it at full volume while you are in the break room at work, you will return to all of your things having been placed in a cardboard box. This show is not made for human consumption. It is only made for the internet. Period. Don't get it mixed up. Mm. Now, Hunter, we've got a lot to talk about this week. Yes. I want to start by talking about the most draconian I've ever felt in the past year. And by year, I mean past two weeks but still <laughs> these these stop oil people s that are assaulting paintings oh yeah death penalty <laughs> and i i hear what you're saying <laughs> i thought i started this show off violent <laughs> yeah no it's gonna be one of those days let, let me okay. try and elucidate this idea to you though the, for one the juxtaposition of a girl with purple hair and rubber sole shoes, synthetic rubber sole shoes, running up to a painting wearing a shirt that says stop oil and throwing a can of t processed tomato soup at it is so hilarious to me. Uh, yeah. 
uh, who's going to tell her that hair dye is a petroleum product? Mm. It would probably break her brain. Mm. But regardless, why are they choosing these these legendary artistic renderings as as their their object of focus for these these stop oil protests? Mm-hmm. I mean, they are mostly oil paintings, but I don't. That could be. If you wanted to stop oil use, it just seems like there's not like by and large that's not the biggest consumer of oil. Those paintings that have been completed for hundreds of years. You understand what I'm saying, Hunter? Yeah, yeah. It's just yeah. like kind of like they used very little oil, basically just enough to cover this one rectangle, and then they quit a long time ago. Yeah, <laughs> I don't think they're yeah. going to stay after it, but. It, here's my here's my philosophizing of it those pictures are in a lot of ways the pinnacle of of western civilization mm-hmm. i mean they attacked uh van gogh's sunflowers one of his sunflowers his most famous sunflower vermeer's girl with the pearl earring and the they actually da damaged Vinci's, that one didn't they uh, apparently they they said it's okay. Apparently it is recoverable. That's uh, good news. They attacked Da Vinci, and now I, there's been another attack in Madrid. When you are so narcissistic that you attack an irreplaceable, culturally held touchstone of Western civilization, I think you're attacking something that is not more important than a human life, let's say, but is a a item that is important to everybody across the globe engaged in that culture and doing a little bit of damage to everyone on the globe is a lot like doing a lot of damage to a couple of people on the globe and i just don't think i don't think we should stomach that i think that that when i think it is incumbent upon us to protect our culture and when you attack the iconographic pillars of that culture i don't know i have i have less than no sympathy for you yeah no no i agree and i think i think one of the things that people don't understand about protesting is protesting when you make life annoying difficult or impossible for people makes people hate you right like rioting works because essentially it turns into a coup Right. That's 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 what rioting does right that's how it accomplishes its mission when it's successful yeah when it's successful Protesting is useful because it convinces people to join that cause. When you protest in a way that pisses people off, what are you doing? You're missing the point of what your of, of what the goal is of your tactic. You know what I mean? And so, like, this is why, like, um, oh man, uh, I'm totally drawing a blank. I want to say the Dalai Lama, but I know I'm completely wrong. Uh, Gandhi. This is why Gandhi's protest is so effective, right? Because he basically goes, "Ah, I'm the guy that's going to suffer for this." It's on you. You know what I mean? Yeah. I'm going to starve myself, you know, and all that. And so, you know, like, why are these people pissing people off to make their point? Right. Well, and I get it. What they're trying, they're making a very childish idea, which is, hey, the global emergency is going to affect all our lives. Right. So why don't we show you what a little taste of that looks like? It's like, why don't you just show that to yourself? Why don't you just do something convincing to the to other people? But no, they want like, to be children. You personally stop using petroleum products, <laughs> which they refuse to do. Yeah, exactly. Uh, here's yep. here's my can, my what would you say um, 
cynical take is that their goal yeah. isn't to help the planet. I d- I very right. much doubt. And and the planet truly is such an esoteric idea, the death of the planet to most mm. people that I don't really believe these people that say they have a very present and urgent sense of danger associated with the death of the planet. Mm-hmm. I truly believe it's an unassailable evil. The death of the planet, that's the death of all humanity, it's the death of all, all life, it's the death of, of the only sentience we found in the universe, etc. ad nauseum. It's such an unassailable evil that it allows you to do whatever you want as long as you yeah. say you're doing it in the name of such uh, avo- avoiding such an evil. And my cynical take is it has nothing to do with the planet, it has nothing to do with petroleum, it has nothing to do with the environment, it is all just narcissism fuel. It is a big golden ticket to Willy Wonka's narcissism factory where you can go around, abuse the short people, and steal fizzy lifting drink. Yeah. So to speak. I just don't believe yeah. that. Fizzy lifting drink is actually a petroleum product. <laughs> I Trust me. I know. <laughs> oh, okay. I, I am chiefing it by the quart. That's <laughs> how That's it's great. sold. Nice. nice. All right. Well, I just wanted to talk about them because I hate them. And oh, good. I think that they should suffer the wrath. What wrath? The wrath. Mm, mm. It's ambiguous, but using a definitive article. Yeah, yeah, it helps. Makes so, it more terrifying. What else we got? Any other any other quick hit news stories we need to get to since we've been away, Hunter? Mm, no, I can murder an animal now. All right, well, let's go. Let's do it. There, what's that approaching in the headlights? Is it a raccoon? <laughs> it, okay, it doesn't matter anymore. It's roadkill. Hunter, <laughs> please deliver to us the administrations of the the asphalt deceased. The moon is going to turn blood red on election day. <laughs> Heck, yes. Yes. One of the last lunar eclipses in three years is going to occur on election day this week. You'll be able to see it in North America, <laughs> and it is going to be red, ladies and gentlemen. So uh, if you're if you're a Democrat and you were looking for a sign that this was going to work out for you, tough. God oh. is not on your side. So listen, and I mean all the ancient gods too. Jews, you know? last chance. <laughs> <laughs> this is some revelation stuff. I know you don't believe in it, but I'm telling you, think about it. <laughs> Take another think lap, it, okay? <laughs> Consider it. That's that's beautiful. Thank you, God, for doing that for, for us. Yeah, yeah. You know, the, the the moon affects the tides, red wave, red moon. I mean, come on, guys. I mean, it's, it's too easy. That it's is way too easy. What a beautiful sentiment. Yeah. Elon's about it. cherry roadsters doing doing donuts up there in the sea of tranquility. <laughs> Tuning in to the frequencies of your liberal tears. Yeah. Well, with that, Hunter, let's get directly into it because we have a lot to discuss this week and the election is front and center. Now, we are recording this on Monday November 7th, of course, election day is tomorrow, Tuesday, November 8th. We could come at you, we could hit you with all the stats, we could hit you with all the predictions, and we'll go into some polls and this and that here in a little bit, but instead of analyzing the specific races and the breakdown of the House, all of that stuff is going to be a foregone conclusion tomorrow, and by tomorrow, I mean in three months when Georgia finishes counting votes, Yeah, but when... When all that shakes out, we can do a really proper analysis of the rebalance of power in the federal government and the states, uh, the governorships and and whatnot around the states. 
Instead, we wanted to focus in on a slightly different angle today. And that angle is the meta-narrative that is becoming the democratic pitch for this election. And why, in general, we find it to be, well, not totally convincing. So, mm. we're going to talk about the, the angle that's being taken here. And I think, I think this angle, not only is it wrong... But it's also self-defeating and quite dangerous. And yeah, the Democrats agreed. have been at this game for a while now, and uh, it, we'll we'll get into it. But Hunter, any thoughts before we before we get started here? No, let let's jump in. I think you did a good setup there. I mean, yeah, the most if anyone is saying this is the most important election of our lives, it's the Democrats this this year, and it's because they're scared. So, yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah, well, it's always been the most important election of our lives. Sorry, my mistake. So, but this one is even now more so the most mm. important one. Mm. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yep. So, Hunter, what is the main pitch that you've been hearing on the Democratic side of the aisle during this election? Yeah. So, I think it has a lot to do with the fact that they are saying our democracy democracy is in the balance that that is what's on the ticket this election and you're basically a vote for the democrats is a vote for democracy and a vote for the republicans is to overthrow our democracy which begs the question if we're going to be voting doesn't that mean the democracy is kind of doing okay Blind dog face pony soldier. Hunter, the democracy isn't doing okay. The democracy wow. is dead. It's been dead for, I don't know, when is the last time Stacey Abrams ran? It, what, <laughs> <laughs> it's, it, it is truly amazing though, right? Like we hear, yes. we've been hearing from the highest level of our politics that democracy is on the ballot, which mm. it, my first reaction to that when I first heard it was, well, yes, that's... <laughs> It's a ballot that's implied. Actually, yep. I take that back. My first reaction was to be annoying and say, well, we're not a democracy. We're a constitutional republic. Oh, my God. Which is important. It is. And now we choose our representatives via local democracies, but mm. it's neither here nor there with these people. They don't know the difference anyhow. Mm. My second and my second inclination was to say, well, yes, it's a ballot, so it implies democracy. This doesn't seem that hard. Mm-hmm. But then you realize that the argument that's actually being made here is that if we do not vote the way that the Democrats want you to vote, yep, you are an enemy of democracy. Yep. Which is just is just crazy. And everybody's been coming out of the woodwork making these types of claims. Listen Listen to what Joe Biden and Barack Obama have said on the campaign trail in the recent weeks. We all know it in our bones that our democracy is at risk. First of all, I don't like it when Biden talks about my bones. Yes, they're leave, my bones. Leave my biology and my internal structure completely out of this. Do, go smell a nine-year-old's hair. But... Not only did new Obama have something to say about it, but old Obama as well, or original Obama, O.G. Kush. And if you've got election deniers serving as your governor, as your senator, as your secretary of state, 
as your attorney general, then democracy as we know it may not survive in Arizona. That's not an exaggeration. That is a fact. Okay. So it's a fact. It's a fact that if there are people that deny elections serving in your state, then democracy is at risk. That is a little bit interesting coming from the former president of the United States. It's a little bit interesting coming from someone who has supported candidates very much like Hillary Clinton and Stacey Abrams. It's just a little bit curious. Also, if the if he's a duly elected politician, then it doesn't really matter what he thinks. Yep. You can't say democracy is at risk if he is elected properly. You have to make a bigger claim than that. So mm. it just seems a little bit defeatist to me on the front end that they're making these types of claims. Here's one more clip from Joe Biden just while we're at it about democracy being at risk. We know democracy at risk is at risk. We also know this. It's within our power, each and every one of us, to preserve our democracy. So he did his best. For <laughs> I like how everything Joe Biden says nowadays, he has to say it twice. Let's, let's say that one more time. We know democracy at risk is at risk. Democracy at risk, Hunter. And it's sad to say, but democracy at risk. It true. <laughs> it's... It's, you know, it just breaks my heart every time I hear our politicians talk. It's just that simple. It's just, oh, man, to hear four score and seven years ago and to hear bullcrap like that, it's just, we've come so far. It's Democracy sad. at risk. <laughs> I just, I just, I, these people are so stupid. I have no more patience for them. Uh, yeah, we're going to try yeah. and be nice. Um so that is the general democratic claim. And we'll, we'll dive in to that a little bit deeper before we do that. What's the Republican claim been, uh, this can pretty much happen in just a handful of words, but we'll find a way to lengthen it for you. The Republican claim has been a giant mirror. Yes. Look at what they've done. Yeah. And a lot of a lot of Republican candidates are in close races. People like Carrie Lake, uh, people like like uh, Blake Masters, and mm-hmm. uh, in Arizona, and they're making the rounds a little bit more. But then you have right. Then you've got these politicians like Herschel Walker and Brian Kemp in Georgia that are uh, DeSantis in Florida that you haven't heard a whole lot from recently. <laughs> Marco Rubio. And the reason why is because they are absolutely dominating their opponents and they don't have to say a single thing because democratic governance is so bad that all you have to do is point at it and people run away. Mm. There's one exception to this rule. And I'm going to piss some people off who listen to the show. I'm going to piss some people off that I really respect. I'm going to piss some people off that are on my side of the aisle. Donald Trump is the biggest self-goal-kicking loser in politics. The fact that he can't have the personal discipline to not stick his nose in this election two days before is absolutely obscene from a political 
tactics point of view. It's malpractice as far as I'm concerned. And it pisses me off that we have so many just water trash Republicans who are living and dying by every word that comes out of this guy's mouth. I am i don't mean to be haughty, but here we go. If you divided my IQ by four, I would be beating Trump by 20 points. The man is an idiot. He makes political gaffes just like... Here's, here's the bottom line. Everything that you say about Joe Biden, Joe Biden beat Trump, and he beat him handedly. And, and now he's going to come out while we are running away with the Senate most likely, and the House, certainly, in this election, he's going to come out and punt and disparage Ron DeSantis, who is the most popular candidate with the party right now. Yes, he's not doing as well as Trump on the primary voting goes, but as far as people who didn't lose their race and who actually hold office, he's winning right now. Trump is a loser. And frankly, the... the sick infatuation of these certain Republicans who somehow forgot that he's not Jesus Christ of Nazareth is the most, let's say, not heterosexual cuckolded thing that I've ever seen. I don't know why there are so many, especially over 55 aged Republicans that are desperate to try and fit at one time. It's obscene. learn learn to grow and and learn to call a spade a spade and yes i liked what he did i wish he had beat joe biden i think he employed some great governance he also hurt his own agenda time and time and time and time and time and time again because he can't keep his feet out of his own mouth and the idea that we would forward that again in an election, we're going to get into this, but it is Fetterman and Oz. It is, it is Herschel and, and the other guy, Warnock. Yep. We are replaying this, this stupid game where we put the least electable candidate up against a Democrat when we are clearly in the driver's seat clearly in the driver's seat and we turn these races into nail biters when we could have them walking away the only reason that there's this much inflation right now you can blame it on joe biden if you want to you can but here's the bottom line is that the build back better spending bonanza that helicopter turbo blasted cash into the economy wouldn't exist right now if if President Biden had learned to keep his mouth shut and didn't throw the two senatorial races in Georgia, period. So as as much as you want to blame Biden for all the ilk and all the hard times that you're going through right now, easily avoidable political error, error. So if you don't like inflation, Biden is only to blame by proxy. Your guy left the door open. Can we please stop playing this game pretending like he is the future of the Republican Party? It is he is a loser and he he lost his race to a corpse. And by the way, if you think that the election wasn't fair, you have no receipts. I'm not saying that it wasn't rigged. Yep. I'm not saying that the media wasn't on their on their side. I'm not saying that blocking the laptop story wasn't a complete malfeasance. I'm not saying that there weren't a million little elements that cut in the other direction but as far as actual voter fraud is concerned every single court case was tried and lost you have no receipts
And by the way, he was in charge of the federal government when it happened. So presumably, if anybody could do something about it, it was him and he failed. He's a loser and he lost to a corpse. We, as a Republican Party, we have got to break up with people that don't want to win and people that come out and disparage the most popular elected official in the entire government two days before a reelect campaign do not want to win. He is motivated by his narcissism and his narcissism alone. And we have benefited from that where our interests aligned with it. But this it was a happy accident. This man is not a political genius. He, he has the IQ. It's subroom temperature. You would put a coat on. Okay. Yeah, I'm, I, I, no, you're, you're, you're 10,000% right. Um, there, there is no ands, ifs, or buts about it. And the thing that people need to remember, let, let, let's tell people what he did just, just to make it clear. He was basically giving a speech where he was showing that his poll numbers were higher than Ron DeSantis for president in, in an upcoming poll. I don't know where he got the poll from. I don't know anything about that. And as he's saying that, he calls Ron DeSantis Ron DeSanctimonious, which, as Christopher so Woof. astutely pointed out, he doesn't know what that word means. But anyway, it's <laughs> oh, it's and, it's one of my favorite words. It's one of the best words <laughs> of all of them. That's one of them. And you know what? Me, people say I use it best. <laughs> That's that's false, but yes, I agree. Um, and and the thing the thing is here that we have to understand is Trump did something for the Republican Party that it's been too scared to do for years, right? And True. that is to have is that is to have a spine. And thank God for that, right? Thank God for that conversation. The reason Ron DeSantis acts the way he does is because Trump started to do what he did. Right. True. And, and did and, and lived that out. Now, Ron has a brain. Ron knew how to handle COVID. He's made Florida a great state to live. He's won uh, groups in Florida that were strongly Democratic to the Republican Party. He's turned a blue state into a red state. Yeah, let, right? let's speak very clear about this. Ron DeSantis fought the federal government, which Trump was in charge of during COVID. He kept his state open when when Anthony Fauci told him to close it down and Anthony Fauci worked at the pleasure of the president of the United States, Donald Trump. Yep. And more than that, the, um, sorry, I feel like I threw off your groove. You're fine. You brought up the question about Herschel Walker and John Ossoff, right? If you look at the data there, it's obvious what happened. Voters that typically vote Republican didn't show up. Why did they not show up? Because Trump told them the vote was rigged. I, I remember seeing billboards paid for by Democrats saying, don't vote. Your vote doesn't count. Mm-hmm. Like yes. in Georgia. And it was insane. And I was like, this is ridiculous. It'll never take place. And guess what? Georgia elected two Democratic senators for the first time in who knows how long. Not only right? and, not only Democratic senators. We elected mm-hmm. a a child man and a pastor who believes that america has to repent its its worship of whiteness i mean two of the biggest charlatan clowns that have ever been to the senate well two of the charlatan clowns that have been to the senate (laughs) trump was his worst was his worst enemy as president trump on january 6 did not respond soon enough to the violence that occurred at the capitol 
regardless of his fault, regardless of what he said before that, he didn't respond quick enough. He should have. Right? Yeah, he should have that, spoken that, out about Ashley Babbitt more quickly. Oh, my God. Um, <laughs> he lost the Senate races, right? He's f- causing infighting with the people that can appeal to independence, which matters in 2024 and in 2022, quite frankly. And in addition to all that, the reason we're having problems in the 2022 elections, if we're having any at all, is because it's the candidates Trump has endorsed, right? Mm -hmm. And they were great in the primaries because crazy people vote in primaries, both right and left. Yep. The general election is is where you fight for the independence. And that is where the battle is won, right? And guess where we're at in all these races? The tra- the candidates that Trump endorsed are making things difficult in races we should win. They're basically dead we heats when we should be walking away with it. Exactly. In a, in a year where Democrats have screwed this much up, they cannot get the transgender issue right, they cannot get crime right, and they cannot get the economy right— those matter more to everybody in the in, in the country, maybe not the transgender issue, but those matter more than anybody, way more than abortion. Mm-hmm. Okay, I, I I had to get my my piece out there. I'm not letting you say it by yourself. It's just, it's just, we have it's got ridiculous. To, we have got to grow up. Do you want to lose? Do you want do to you lose? Do you not want to? And do you want to lose? Here's the thing. If you just want to be a moron, a, a, a complete recidivist dumb and engage in the cult of personality you go right on ahead but you're no conservative that's, no that's exactly i right. actually give a about conservative values and the conservative cause i think that there's been nothing better for the planet than capitalism and jesus christ i think that i think that conservatism and the idea that the government remains small and it only exists to ensure inalienable rights that were given to me by my creator and not by some uh some jackoffs in washington dc i think that that is the most beautiful profound set of ideas that humans ever came up with on the face of the planet and i care about defending them and i do not want to lose because you are more interested in daytime tv than the actual important moment that's going on here i voted for trump i will do it again if i have to that's the bottom line but to pretend like he is the proper bearer of the values that we espouse and the values that have made the world a better place to live in the 20th century and 21st century is an obvious falsehood. Mm. That's all I have to say about that. Yeah. All of... Well... Now, now all he, four of you that are now listening. <laughs> yeah, both of you. <laughs> uh, here's the thing. Ron DeSantis crushing his race. And can we elect him to be next, the next president of the United States? Sometimes Dr. Biden says it best. So let, enough, enough with the doom and gloom. Let's have yeah. some fun because while, while it's going to be fun, the Republican Party appears to continuously try and seize defeat from the jaws of victory. We are going to have a massive red wave. It, and somebody on Twitter, I can't remember who it was. Likened it to when the elevator doors are opening and shining, which is that's beautiful imagery. You gotta love that. So let's talk. Let's talk, Hunter. I guess just a little bit about these races, and yeah. then deep dive into how the polls and how the the positions are a refutation of this central idea that democracy is on the ballot here. So sweet. What are the battleground states? Man, uh, Georgia. Uh, Florida, uh, New York, surprisingly, Arizona. Yeah. Um, 
there's a few more. Let's let's dive into that. So in Georgia, we have two important races. Um, we have Kemp versus Abrams, <laughs> which is is just, it a, is it a race? It is. <laughs> it's kind of like the tortoise in the hare. You know what I'm yeah. saying? It, yeah. If <laughs> but the tortoise is dying from a gunshot wound. Yeah, the tortoise had been shot 37 times. <laughs> it's kind of like that. And I'm yeah. not saying that no. Stacey Abrams has been shot 37 times. <laughs> or should be. Not a fan of political violence in any way on the show. Agreed. It's I'm just saying she has a similar agility <laughs> to an extremely perforated tortoise. <laughs> I hope I've crystallized that for you. Yeah, okay. dude. Hunter, I... Okay. Abrams is... She's an... This one's one of the easiest ones to do. She has been promoting the lie of democracy being at stake for as long as anyone has. In fact, mm. let's go back to... Oh, I don't know. When was it? 2016? Or 20, 2014? Jeez, I don't remember how long she's been a a thorn in the side of georgia politics but let's go back to when she lost her first race uh and this is what she had to say about democracy and there was a larger conversation to be had which was about the erosion of democracy in georgia the machinery had broken people were being denied access to the right to vote across the state across parties across region and that was wrong And so my speech was really grounded in one, acknowledging that there had to be finality to the election, but also recognizing that there could not be a final answer to whether or not we were going to fix democracy in Georgia, that that had to be my next fight. Um, Was the election in Georgia statewide a free and fair election? It was not a free and fair election. Hmm. Hmm. Election denial. So let's stop stop calling her gubernatorial candidate Stacey Abrams let's just start calling her election denier Stacey Abrams there was this too of course citizens tried to exercise their constitutional rights and were still denied the ability to elect their leaders under the watch of the now former Secretary of State democracy failed Georgia doesn't get a whole lot clearer than that Mm. the election takes place she refuses to concede democracy fails in Georgia now, why did this happen? Well, she said that Brian Kemp was suppressing the vote, and she actually makes that claim again this election cycle. So she was on, oh, uh, geez, I, can't, I, th- I believe it was MSNBC earlier this week, and this is what she had to say. And we believe that we are on a path to victory if we can get all our voters turned out and if they can navigate the difficulties put in place by Brian Kemp and Brad Rapsenberger to not only game the system, but to suppress voting in the state of Georgia. So, plain and simple. Mm. For for one, hilariously, we are on a path to victory if everyone on our side comes out and votes. Hey, Stacy, <laughs> hi. Every single election of all time called that. <laughs> literally, the only way that this works. It's not a battle over changing people's minds. It's a battle over voter turnout, and that's why the side that upon whom the referendum sits is the side that loses because yeah. people are much more motivated by negative emotions than positive emotions generally when you're happy you go do stuff that makes you happy when you're mad you do stuff that makes you mad um that's just kind of how humans work so uh for one duh but i know you probably found that to be insanely profound two hmm. the 
the pitch that you're making right now is that democracy is on the ballot that if you vote for my opponent you will never be able to vote again because the elections won't be fair uh, and the elections are hardly fair now i love how you're pre-building in this excuse for your inevitable demise now i know you think that that the secretary of state and the governor are making it hard for people to vote uh at the polls which is interesting because are they also deeply invested in blocking the vote on let's say trafalgar or insider advantage or research co which all have you being murdered by over five percent like it's just like it's so silly like are they is is brian kemp blocking phone numbers when trafalgar (laughs) tries to call like you're getting clobbered so i don't really know that your problem is this poll tax that you've made up you you know what i'm saying hunter any thoughts on on stacy Stacey Abrams was, is a very capable politician. Uh, she created this blue contingency in Georgia, you know, and kind of almost really took the uh, governorship, right? And, hey, you know what? Two senators got elected. You know, that probably didn't happen without Stacey doing her work. She has completely collapsed this year. One is many. One is the fact that she is committing the sin that Donald Trump is, which is the election denial sin, and, like, can't you— will not doesn't have a good answer for that at all in addition to that she said some things that are just insane on the stump at this year she cost the uh nationals game or whatever it was for the baseball which cost georgia you know hundreds of millions of Manly dollars man whatever it is for the baseball <laughs> and so the I world mean, series she- my dear she was whatever. Uh, she was in uh, the Washington Post, featuring her as a possible presidential candidate. She was being picked. She was one of the shortlists for Joe Biden's vice presidential candidate. She was featured in Star Trek as president of the universe in a cameo. I mean, she had it all. She and she she was doing great, and she's an idiot. She's lost it all. She's she's backed this uh, Black Lives Matter nonsense, which has caused crime to rise in Georgia. She's said that there's no such thing as a feel heartbeat at six weeks, which is just insanity. She says it's a manufactured sound. I mean, and she's going on and on about election denial. It's it's inc- it's incredible, Chris. And I, I, I'm so Not happy that, that Kemp is just dominating. But what about the actual direct gaffes, like taking photographs with children who are all yeah. masked up and not her sitting there with her big, giant bus wide gap in her front teeth smiling like a a moron into the camera not realizing that she was politically speaking shooting herself in the foot and in addition to that it was just i guess last week she came out and had this to say about black men which is um (laughs) a little bit racist it's we know that black voters are often discounted and unfortunately this year black men have been a very targeted population for misinformation not misinformation about what they want but about why they want what they deserve Hunter, here's the thing black men what? don't but no, listen okay if, i know what you're thinking let's use logic and facts that doesn't work here <sighs> black men don't know why they want what they deserve I have no idea what that means. I don't know. I feel like you would you, your chalk would catch on fire if you tried to graph that sentence on a chalkboard. But why they they why they want what they deserve? Yeah. The, and she said that that was the misinformation. The misinformation was saying we're gonna we're gonna confuse black men about why they want what they deserve. Oh my God! You know what? Don't be racist, Stacy. Yeah, Stacy. 
you bloody genius. I mean, that that concept, her ability as a politician to crystallize complex concept and hand it to the constituency. What yeah. what a moron. But also the underlying the underlying statement there is basically black men specifically are too dumb to watch the news. Yep. It, it's just, I'm sure that's it. It's crazy. I'm sure they didn't see the crap that happened at that Wendy's and thought, you know what? Maybe maybe good policing would be nice. Yeah. No, you know, I, we're, I, we're kids. We're kids were shot. I'm sitting in my apartment last year overlooking the streets of Atlanta. And by the glow of a blazing Best Buy, not a joke, <laughs> I'm watching six six people in the of the black community kill each other in the street below beat each other to a pulp on the curb and and Holy cow. i called the police and what happens it rang busy because so many police had quit the force mm. when everything went down with keisha lance bottoms and the windies uh and buckhead tried to deincorporate and all that kind of stuff the it, 911 was a dial tone wow because of politicians that agree with her rhetoric and yep. and politicians that support her and politicians she supports it is absolutely obscene that you can put black men in a position where their families are less safe because of your policies and then you claim that they're too stupid to understand why they want what they deserve which is a yeah. you in theory yeah here's here's the thing Let's say that's right. That's bad politics to say out loud, honey. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> like like <laughs> even even if you're right, why? So anyway. But here's the greatest part. At least she wasn't alone in saying that. Keisha Lance Bottom was quick to take her take her side on it. Let's listen to yeah. Keisha. Uh the former former mayor of Atlanta, for those that don't know. I, I think that Stacy is spot on with that. I listen uh, as my kids watch NBA highlights and whatever else they watch on YouTube. I hear the misinformation being piped in. My 12-year-old, my 14-year-old son, my 20-year-old is getting it. So there is definitely um, a target toward African-American men. You know, those NBA highlights <laughs> full of evil Trump misinformation. <laughs> I just love the fact that like Ben oh Shapiro is like sitting on the desk with all those NBA sportscasters, and he turns <laughs> around and says, "Vote for Trump," and then like, like his head spins around in like 360 degrees just constantly, and you know, it, holy cow, it's just so stupid. Like, have you watched ESPN in the past? I don't know. Yeah, you're decade. Right. You're right. Yeah. I'm pretty sure. Yeah, I'm pretty sure that that Milo Yiannopoulos isn't getting piggyback rides from Shaq and spewing stuff about how everyone should be a Catholic or die. Like, I just don't think that that is... Someone please make that, Jeff. <laughs> yeah, actually, yeah, I would love that. And you know what? Shaq is so cool, he'd probably be like, so anyway, this little white guy wanted a piggyback ride, so I gave it to him. I didn't know who he was. I also gave but, him $40 million yeah, in a I, Tesla. I bought him an apartment in a Tesla. <laughs> Shaq is the coolest. I I, I love so Shaquille cool, Heck yeah. We watched we watched a great video the other night where Shaq did the the Pocky one chip challenge on on TV. And who was who was it that was putting him up to it? One of those old basketball players on that panel. Um I'm not gonna remember his name right now. 
Actually, I, I have what I ne- think his name is, is in my head, but the name I'm thinking is definitely a boxer, so I know that I'm wrong. <laughs> Regardless, ah, cool. um, he, uh, he was like, no, I'm not even going to make a face. And then he ate the chip, and immediately his eyes tried to touch the top, the crown of his head. It was great. <laughs> Go look it up if, awesome. if you can. Um, Chuck. Who do they call Chuck? It's going to drive me crazy. All right, never mind. And unfortunately, as you probably have known by her absence, his or her absence. No, sorry. Now, now you're, now you're, um, what is the word? Doxed. Uh, we've doxed, <laughs> <laughs> we've doxed our our very own robot. Um, yeah. But it was, it was, uh, it was great. He's he's a great guy. Regardless. What are the robots pronouns? <laughs> they z- zap. I don't know. They zap. They zap, pal. Yeah. So they're, they're, here, here they are making this claim, Keisha and Stacey Abrams, that look, mm. there's all this voter suppression out here. Kemp is trying to suppress the vote. They're targeting black men with misinformation. They're not going to show up for me. Um, yeah. And then, well, this was interesting. They are looking at a state that looks like Indiana, not a state that looks like Georgia, where we have seen record turnout from African American voters record turnout from Latino and API voters. We are seeing dramatic increases in participation, including 500,000 people who voted early who did not vote in 2018. We have seen record turnout. Black men have increased their participation rates by 52% over 2018. And I do not believe it's because of a deep well of enthusiasm for my opponent. So, Stacey, <laughs> why don't we pick a lane? Now, here's the funny part. You're probably thinking like, oh, well, that was something she said back in, what, 2000, back before yeah. she knew this would be dug up and used against her. Nope. Exact same interview where she said black men were being targeted with misinformation. What in the world? She's like, She literally undercut her entire argument in one go it they they are this stupid so what can we take away from that they don't believe this they don't believe in voter Mm. suppression they don't believe that democracy is actually on the ballot they just don't have another pitch to make and i think that's basically what we learn from the stacy abrams story here they don't buy what they are selling and she's kind of the the chief as far as sound bites about democracy being at risk and elections being stolen and the the uh, republicans trying to cheat the head of the dnc just came out and said the same thing at a rally in arizona i believe for for katie hobbs regardless so so that's i think that's the maybe the most illuminating piece of the tale here is that stacy abrams doesn't believe what she is saying on the other side we've got warnock versus herschel and this is just one of those idiot trump races where we put the least electable candidate up against somebody who is a certified creep and we are we are having to duke it out instead of running away with a race that we should be winning mm. which is so it's just annoying to me yeah it's so it's we just want to lose now walker's up a couple a handful of points here and there trafalgar's got him up three insider advantage has him up two right now day before the election but it's it's just not necessary it's not necessary that we ran a candidate that was this risky. Yeah, um, and I, I, I want to say one thing though. If you're if you're on the fence of whether to vote for Warnock or Walker, I can't make that decision for you. What I will tell you is that both of these men have very troubling pasts, and one of them 
it says stuff from the pulpit that is just Despicable. so anti so anti-christian and it's in, insane the other one has done some things that are extremely anti-christian that it's insane um and i think from like the mental uh illnesses walker suffers that's that's not an overstatement there and so what i'm trying to tell you is i think walker in my mind is going to be this is going to sound very pointed but it is he's an idiot and an idiot will follow the party he's going to be a vote for whatever uh what's the turtle's name (laughs) abrams no, no, no. In the <laughs> I thought you were going the, back to the, the tortoise. Um cocaine Mitch. Um <laughs> Mitch McConnell. He he's gonna vote and toe the line wherever he's asked to go. Warnock is gonna do the exact same thing. And worse, he is a wolf in sheep's clothing. He's an intelligent person using his intelligence for bad means. Yeah. Right? And for yeah. bad goals. And so that is my thought is I am voting for a vote. And I think you can make the same case for the Democrats on on uh, Fetterman. So I don't necessarily hate people for doing that as far as the political calculus is concerned. I have a problem with the moral calculus with voting for Fetterman. So, anyway. Yeah, well, we can go we can go to Pennsylvania real sure. quick. Mehmet Oz, yeah. a Trump pick. He blows. Yep. He's not a conservative. Yep. He He's said crazy things about transiting the kids. And I... I wouldn't leave my kids alone with him. I don't trust him. Uh, Just like I wouldn't leave them alone with Warnock. (laughs) I wouldn't leave them alone with, with Herschel Walker either. Um, Abrams. They can hang out with Miss Bottoms. Abrams, it would be fine as long as they had a mask. Um, (laughs) I'm also just way more willing to leave my children with women than men of any type. Maybe that's a mistake on my part. I don't know. Um, Regardless, (laughs) I, I wouldn't trust. uh, Listen, I would, I would, not expect that that Stacey Abrams would drink their blood directly there in public. Yeah, you know she what I'm saying. Wait. She would wait. She would put an olive in it first. You know, it <laughs> takes some time. Take take a little. Put a record on. She'd enjoy it. Make sure their mask <laughs> was nice and tight. Um, <laughs> so it, the, Pennsylvania, it's a it's a dogfight right now. In fact, I think most most polls are showing it dead even. Um, maybe some with Fetterman up by a point, which usually means that the Republicans up by three. But the, again, this is a race that we did not have to lose. This guy Fetterman yep. had a stroke before the primaries. He has not re- recovered his brain function. In fact, Hunter, I don't have any clips from Fetterman right now. But maybe we just need to do an entire Fetterman episode yeah. <laughs> next week because it is not it's rough one that's important, but just it is hilarious and. Yeah, is it, it, it Schadenfreude it's, it's, a little bit? Yeah, yeah, and that that might be the part that's so interesting about it is just people taking advantage of him. But anyway, including his family, who is is allowing him to continue running this race when he. I mean, there was a clip that is hilarious, but there, but also so sad. There was a clip from the debate where he goes, "I support fracking, and I support fracking, and I stand, and I support fracking," and it is exactly like I just did it. I mean, it is. It's rough. It is tough going. Um, mm. So Florida, Florida is the perfect example of what we should be doing. Rubio yes. is dominating Demings by double-digit points, according to Research Co. Uh, in the past couple days, and of course, there it's not even close between Crist and DeSantis. And remember that Ron DeSantis is a guy that only won the gubernatorial race by about thirty thousand votes. In a handful of years, he has taken a 
primarily blue state and turned it into a deep red bastion the reddest in the country and he did it because he governed correctly through covid he kept the economy open he put florida first he put schools first he got the woke nonsense out of out of public schools he is everything that conservative politics needs right now he is doing in florida and if we could do it across the nation we'd be in a much better place he governed so well that aoc showed off her stinky boyfriend's feet in his state that just remember that hey just remember that hunter why are you that, trying that's to, a, why you keep trying to sleep with her hunter i don't know it's just you constantly are cat calling her i know by talking about her boyfriend's stinky feet. what a what a moron let's what talk about the moron. other really interesting states and i think there's mostly two uh okay. well whitmer might go down in michigan which nothing would make me happier yeah, um, and and then we might get a Republican in Oregon of of all those. That like how? Yeah, how? and the answer is Portland. You morons! <laughs> yeah. What were you thinking? Oh well, and then you know Biden's coming out. Uh, there's this clip. I don't know if I played it. Biden talking about violence. Oh, I've got it right here. Let me play this one clip for you. All of us who reject political violence and voter intimidation, and I believe that's the overwhelming majority of the American people. All of us must unite to make it absolutely clear that violence and intimidation have no place in America. So I know a lot of the words in the middle there were not real words, but they just kind of melded together like like an egg of silly putty that you left on the dash of the car in the middle of summer. It just kind of all oozed into a, a one solid homogenous brick of sound. But the words that you can pick out, he said there's no room in America for political violence. Well, I agree. But have you met Portland? Yeah, have you exactly. met Seattle? The chickens are coming home to roost. And, and mm. who who's the uh, who's running for governor there, Hunter? I'm, I don't know. I'm going to yeah. forget. Hold on. Oh. It's it, the reason it's happening is because there's like a triple top. There's a trip. There's three people running. The person who's been the governor for a while is now running as an independent and then there's another democrat and then there's a republican and people are like i kind of like that republican though and that's kind of changing the calculus in there where we might actually get a republican so yeah it looks like the vote guys it looks like it's currently oregon plus two uh or democrat plus two yeah kotek Kotex up a handful of points. We'll see how that goes. Johnson has been falling pretty hard in the uh, in the polls, so there's a chance. There's a chance, and it's just incredible that uh, a a Republican is in spitting distance there. But when yeah. you make downtown that dangerous, the suburbs come out and vote, man. Uh, mm. There's a lot of there's a lot of what do you call them? There's a lot of burlap. Moms. And and granola Sandals. voters out uh, there that enjoy uh, the wide open spaces in this beautiful country. Um, that sticky, crunchy granola. That's oof. Let's talk about the coolest state right now, though. Arizona. Arizona, and it's coolest because Babezilla is running for governor. <laughs> I Carrie Lake is a terror man. Like, where where did she come from? Where did she go? I'd yeah. have been married a long time ago. Carrie Lake is kind of the man. Yeah. And she's so much the man that she wouldn't get offended for me saying that. That's yeah, what type yeah. she is. 
she's been on Crowder's show a couple times in the past few weeks. Almost got Crowder's show kicked off YouTube, <laughs> which is nice hilarious. Work, Gary. But she is she's very likable. She's great on camera. She mm-hmm. is she is um she's intelligent. She's intelligent. She's well spoken. She's right on a bunch of the issues. And this is her opponent, Katie Hobbs. Well, I would say to him and and any other senator that's blocking the getting rid of the filibuster right now, that we are under assault like we have never seen before. And democracy itself is at stake. We need them to rise to this moment and do everything they can, use every tool in the arsenal to make sure that we're protecting voting rights in states across the country. And if we can't protect it in, in the states, we need to protect it at the federal level. And the filibuster is blocking that. Hmm. Oh, oh, oh. Oh, Go ahead, democracy buddy. is under attack. Democracy is under attack. Quick, destroy the tools of democracy. <laughs> Come along, everyone. It's like, what are you thinking? It's crazy. It it is crazy. And and oh, I'm gonna I'm gonna save my my closing rant for just a, a little bit longer. But yeah, this is also, by the way, the the only clip I could find of Katie Hobbs that I was able to remain awake through. She is <laughs> she is the Very gray unlikely. the gray stuff from beauty and the beast without any of the mystery and any of the flavor she's just gray stuff and she she is getting beat by carrie lake in arizona which is great carrie lake she's unlikable and she will not debate uh yeah uh, carrie lake and that's the main reason but yeah keep going It, it it is just it is just too too obvious that they don't have a pitch to run on they can't actually Mm -hmm. bash the the ideas together and come out on top now again we have another picture of the trump pick over here in in masters yeah blake masters is running and he's in a dead heat with his opponent and he is this guy who ran this giant ad with all these military equipment and build the wall and trump picked me and all this stuff and he's in a dead heat he's in a dead heat and carrie lake could be dragging him into pole position now look blake masters likes a lot of the things i like he likes a lot of the policies that I agree with. He's outspoken, which is good generally. Mm-hmm. He's probably not as as politically accurate as DeSantis, but he's yeah. a guy that I'd be happy to send to the Senate. And yet, he thinks that the path to victory, he thinks that the road ahead is through kissing Trump's butt. is kissing Trump's butt. And yep. the the numbers are in. If you think that, you're a loser. You're a yep. loser, and yep. so and I don't mean or you're you're make you're turning races in that should be winners into nail biters. Yeah, like at best you're a nail biter. Well, if Carrie Lake is up three percent, Blake Masters is mm. down three percent. Right. So you're a loser. You're a six point loser by attaching your buggy to that particular wagon. Yep. So I think that's all. So th- what's going on in New York? <laughs> we'll see, man. Katie Hochul <laughs> is is what a joke. A joke. Yeah, look at, listen, listen, let's let her tell us in her words. First day that I'm in office, I'm going to declare a crime emergency and suspend Castle's bail and these other pro-criminal laws because there is a crime emergency. My opponent thinks that right now there's a polio emergency going on, but there's not a crime emergency. Different priorities that I'm hearing from people right now, they're not being represented from this, this governor, who still, to this moment, we're at, what are we, halfway through the debate? She still hasn't talked about locking up anyone committing any crimes. Okay. Anyone who commits a crime 
under our laws, especially with the change we made to bail, has consequences. I don't know why that's so important. Rant. So, yeah. God bless. Uh, you know the you know the democracy is made to pick representatives who go to the legislatures and create laws. Like part of the democracy, like the only function of our democracy is to make laws and spend all of my money. And you don't care that we we uphold the laws. You don't care that that okay. Well, democracy is clearly under attack. It's just not clear from which side it is under attack. Right. Here's here's the bottom line. When you look at these specific these specific races, these specific contests, the logic starts to fall apart. And it's very clear that the Democrats are going through this well because they don't have anywhere else to go. The economy is in shambles, and that's what people actually care about. You've you have blown millions and trillions of dollars of spending into the economy when the demand wasn't there to meet it. And by the way, Trump did a lot of that too. Trump sent out the first checks. Mm-hmm. You've stymied energy production under Trump. We were net we were net exporters of of energy. Now we rely on the worst people on planet Earth. They have nothing else to run on. There's a there's a border crisis going on on our southern border. People are flooding into small border towns at a rate that is frankly inhumane. But the idea of a wall is too pernicious for you the idea of disincentivizing these people from traveling so that they can vote you into office so you can continue to eat caviar with your wealthy washington friends is much more desirable to you and it look if you have to go down to the border you'll take a fake photo op two miles away from the scene of the crime rather than actually investing in these small border towns that the doj has been secretly flying immigrants into every night where they don't have the infrastructure nor the food to take care of these people. But your lifestyle, your party is more important to you than the actual suffering of these people. So you say that the wall is racist. Well, actually it keeps more Mexican people alive. So what the heck is wrong with you? Mm. You have nothing to run on. And so you choose to go to our democracy is in peril. However, I've got serious questions. I've got serious questions. Because with all of the democracy and Jeopardy stuff, it's coming from the same people that said Twitter, now that it's owned by Elon Musk, is going to be the downfall of our democracy. That Twitter puts us at risk. That free speech is going to eradicate our... our democracy well actually free speech is one of the major things that our democracy was instantiated to protect you've got the same people saying that there's no room in america for political violence and that january 6 our democracy was almost evaporated by these 200 or so people in the capitol building and yet they did not care at all about the months of Black Lives Matter and Antifa violence that was taking place in the major metropolitan areas around the country, specifically in places like Portland and Seattle, where they claimed city blocks for themselves, including federal government property, and held it for almost 30 days. 
yeah, there's no room for political violence, Joe Biden says, but actually violent criminals were being locked up across the country and your vice president was bailing them out. Mm. So there's seems like there's a little bit of room as far as you're concerned. Not only that, you are repeatedly saying that you wanted to abolish the filibuster. The filibuster is one of the things that keeps our democracy in check. So we can't be ruled by a sheer majority, but we have to be ruled by consensus of the people. And you want to get rid of the electoral college so that now a sheer majority decides the presidency instead of the leveraged opinion of the different states, which is one of the federal bases for our constitutional republic. Not only that, you say you constantly want to pack the Supreme Court full of justices so that you can get what you want. Well, as far as I'm concerned, that's all three branches of our federal government. And the number one thing that they are instantiated to protect, which is the inalienable rights of the people. You've assaulted them all. The filibuster in the legislature, the electoral college and the executive, and packing the Supreme Court. You don't, you don't care about our democracy. You, if anyone has, has attacked the actual fundamental tools of our democracy, it is you. Hunter's raising listen, his hand. <laughs> listen. Is your democracy not looking swole? Jeez. <laughs> <laughs> All that, you call you talk about voting rights, you're abusing state constitutions, changing like in Pennsylvania, changing the voter procedures right away, uh, yeah. within moments of the election. It's just a disgusting, cynical take. And nobody should buy it. And as frustrated as I could be at the Republican side of the aisle for continuously hearkening it back Oars against the current, ever back into the past that was Trump. I, I am more displeased with the abject lies and gaslighting of a political ideology that despises democracy whenever it's convenient for them and then pretends like it is the most important institution of which it is in America when it's convenient for them. Pick a side. Because, because Republicans and conservatives, more correctly are always on the side of democracy. We're always on the side of representation. We're always on the side of applying the laws that our government delivers to us liberally and adjudicating fairly, not just when it's convenient for us. Man, All right, Hunter, you, run you the ad. <laughs> Man, you... <laughs> Man, you absolutely nailed it. Uh, get us full democracy. Carl Pulling, FNX Fit. Do it, do it, do it. Buy, 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 sell. No, I'm sorry. Buy more. Buy, buy, buy. Email us at carlpulling at gmail.com. Let us know if you want a full Fetterman episode. That could be a lot of fun. You know our socials. Please, if you're listening right now and you haven't rated the show on iTunes, I, I currently pray for your demise, bodily and spiritually. And with that, I, I don't know what else you could do. Yeah, if you, if you take oh, a- Oh, I know what you can do. Go vote and get tested. Hey guys, you ready? Sorry I'm late. Guys. Hello.
well ain't that a kick in the central processing unit.